Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Afraid of the ghost. If it's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you gonna, gonna call? call? Ghost Thank you. If there's something weird and it don't look good, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. I afraid of no ghost. Oh no, and then I immediately go into the Requiem for a dream song. A way scarier situation. I'm afraid of dying of heroin addiction, I'll tell you that much. As you should be, welcome to page seven. And I was singing the Ghostbusters theme song in honor of our interview that a beautiful metal flack from our Twitch community got us with Ray Parker Jr. Yes, the singer of the Ghostbusters song. Yes, the man that has done so much in his very prolific career who has got a documentary coming out soon called Who You Gonna Call? But if you want to watch the interview that we had, that Holden and I had, you can go to our Patreon page. We posted it there. And my name is Jackie. I'm all wound up. I'm keyed up because we haven't done a show in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I'm Holden and I'm ready to rock. And I'm Molly, and I got the energy of somebody who watched everyone else go on vacation and stayed home. (laughs) (laughs) Did you love it? You've been still in parent jail with your screaming children. I am love. You know, I haven't left. I have not been anywhere I can't walk since uh, early March. Um, But I live in a lovely neighborhood with trees and grass, and so I... If I and I used to live in a much more kind of concrete jungle part of New York City, and so if I'm gonna be yeah, trapped, but isn't that where the dreams are made of? Because there's nothing you can't lose. New York. That was my uh, Alicia Keys. <laughs> you know, you got to just riff when you're channeling Alicia Keys. <laughs> it was better than mine. Yes. By the way, I just want to throw this is a good time to say. Um, the streets are not rife with crime here. This is not a scenario where it's like the Foot Clan and the Ninja Turtles movie. Before Man, the Ninja you Turtles guys are came. getting so butt hurt. I, the, it our is city only is alive New Yorkers and well. that are getting butt hurt because everyone's like, it's not 
dead. It's like no one gives a fuck about these headlines except if you live in New York. I just like that they're painting a picture where it's like they're literal like bandits outside like stealing babies <laughs> from carriage. Like it's not like that at all. But also there's always been bandits outside stealing babies in We're New York. We're doing That's great. New York. <laughs> Everybody's actually able to go to restaurants and stuff. It's fun. There's it's a it's more alive than I think many many places. Oh, Jackie, yeah. uh, with your LA with, with your LA's great. New, New York was was it went from being like you would see the map and where the like you know the hot spots were and you'd be like ooh yikes New York is not a great place to be right now and now New York is I mean New York I've I've never been more in love with New York than I have been throughout this whole pandemic even when I wasn't going outside my biggest feeling was that I missed New York and I was mad that people didn't miss it. I was like, I'm in New York and I miss it. I want to go out to it. And now I go outside every day and I am more in love with New York than ever. And the great thing about it now is that I get to be annoyed with it again, like a normal New Yorker. I get to be like, yeah. oh, this fucking yes. city is so hot. You know? Yeah, you fuck, I'm screaming at you. You fucker, you fucker. I'll tell you what, I'm so in love with New York. I sucked New York's dick yesterday. You should. Now, where is the dick of New York? I think the people want to know. It's, it's Battery Park Village. City. It's like, oh, yeah, God. You know, I mean, I guess it depends on what you mean by dick. I think physical, like in the way that Florida is the physical dick of the United States, I think Battery yes. Park City is a trash. I was about like to say, a, I wouldn't suck anybody off in Battery Park. <laughs> yeah. You don't go to Battery Park anytime. I think, yeah. but Holden's right in terms of like spiritually, I think East Village is the dick. Yeah. Spiritually, yes, the penis. I can feel that. Or then someday you will move away from New York and then randomly you will listen to New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. Whether or not you like Billy Joel or not, and you'll cry because I will say there have been a handful of nights that I've listened to New York State of Mind on repeat. And it brings me back to the time when Henry and I got hammered and saw Billy Joel together at Madison Square Garden and he called out Woodhaven which is where we are originally from and we both burst into tears <laughs> and hugged each other about our town and now I think about it every time <laughs> why do I associate I associate Billy Joel with Long Island is that fair of me or is that just me being a judgy a judgy judge um, I can know. I mean, Billy Joel is to New York, and this is a this. I know that this is a controversial thing to say, but Billy Joel is to New York as Bruce Springsteen is to Jersey. And wow. as someone that grew up in Queens, that is what you were taught. I love Springsteen, yeah. But my family doesn't love Springsteen. Okay, you know what I mean. So he's a New York City. I guess I just maybe it's because the boyfriend I had who was from Long Island was a huge Billy Joel fan. But maybe it's just the New York yes area. It's the boroughs. It's the the boroughs. Bur the boroughs love Joel and uh, come fight me. I'll be like that meme. I've seen the Mimi when they sit at the desk and the Mimi says, you come, you have it to say, and then you come and you say it, and I'll say no to that. Yeah, I'm a Mimi. <laughs> I'm just letting you take this one and just fly. So it's like watching... Those NASCAR videos where the car literally like flies into the crowd, you know what I mean? You're like, God, those people are dead. Those people are dead. Yeah, like every time that 45 tries to steal my catchphrase, you gotta wow. be souping me with this bullshit. This it. is this is going out there saying my soup, bringing up my soup. <laughs> I know that a couple weeks ago we got like explicitly talked about like the the wonderful movement politics in the in the street for the first time really talking politics on page seven but we're about to talk politics in a real way because the president of the united states been talking about soup and the clip if you've not watched the clip of trump talking about soup it watch it it's the funniest fucking thing you will see until i was i watched this clip he's talking about how protesters are throwing cans of soup 
And how you can really get a lot of weight. It's worse than a brick because you can, you can get really a lot of weight. weight behind <laughs> you can get it. a lot of weight behind a can of soup. They get bags of soup, he says. And they just carry around the bags of soup and they throw the soup. And it's so fucking funny. And I was dying about it. And then Gotta Jackie posted me. it with her little graphic. <laughs> The, her Instagram stamp that says you gotta be souping me and I gotta be souping me I wept with laughter I the inner finally <laughs> finally two of my interests Jackie Zabrowski and electoral po- criticizing electoral politics have come together and and my life finally <laughs> makes sense that Jackie is mad at Donald for you, Trump baby. for, for oh, trying to steal her catchphrase finally shit talking on my catchphrase you gotta be souping me Mister, you gotta be stupid. Me. Can you see the Jackie sing singing the words of angry Jackie? <laughs> oh my God! It is the music the of a people Jackie who that... will not be souped again. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, if, if you hear Trump extrapolating about the soup, it is absolutely not hard to imagine him saying, "You gotta be souping me." That's why you gotta it's, be souping it's me. So perfect that you said he's trying to steal my catchphrase because. He didn't quite say the words, you gotta be souping me, but was he was only just a few combinations of words away. I was waiting for it. I, I just, I, because because <laughs> you gotta be souping me is such a nonsensical phrase already, I could imagine him saying. <laughs> They're souping the so, cops. But also, as someone that has had, I have had soup, cans of soup, thrown at me before. Excuse me? By a roommate that oh. was um, definitely had borderline personality personality disorder. I remember this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was specifically throwing cans, full cans of soup at me when I came in one night because she was secret drunk and I didn't know, but you always knew because she wouldn't actually um, look you directly in the eyes. She would look right through you. But I'm not going to go down this hole right now. She's throwing I soup. I remember this roommate. Go on. You remember when she threw the soup, too. I was, she was throwing cans and she had <laughs> did, a broom in the say, other hand. You gotta be souping me. I wish I had. <laughs> because technically, then I would have been asking for said soup to be thrown at me. Which is what I hope that people don't expect. Every time I say you gotta be souping at me, I don't want it. You'd throw I the refuse cans of soup to at do me. live shows with you if this becomes the trend. I oh will my not God. stand on stage and be pelted with cans no. of Chef Boyardee. Or what if I start hiding secret soup? I'll start calling it my secret soup. I'll call it my SS for SS officer to be like, but not that SS. And I have my secret soup officer come out. Jackie, you are you give me the soup. How are you so uniquely suited to take this on? First of all, your catchphrase is you gotta be soup of me. Second of all, you've had cans of soup thrown at you. No one else fits this yeah. profile. There is not I'm gonna put say it right here. There's not another single person in the United States whose catchphrase is you gotta be soup of me and who has personally had cans of soup thrown at them. Cause I'm gonna say, despite what Trump said, it's a rare thing. I don't think that there's actually protesters throwing cans of soup at cops no. in any sort of phenomenological way. And so I can't believe that this is something that has actually happened to you. And I have one question. Is it worse than a brick? I have never had, I've never been hit with a brick before, but I have fallen into and slammed my head on a brick before. <laughs> and I will say, as someone that's also familiar in getting concussed, I do think that weirdly enough, and very few times in my life will I ever say this, but I do believe that 45 is correct in saying you can really get your weight behind it. And you can really, you know what it is? It's the ridge of a yeah. can. Uh-huh. It's that, that lip that yeah. gets you. The yeah. lip always gets you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... liquids, man, they add up. Liquids oh, make. Oh, do they? 
Liquids add up. Okay? If you start juggling around, I'm telling you, bust out your dinty moors, and you start juggling that stoop hard, you're going to be ripped in a Three weeks time. Did you know that Rachel Ray, one of my favorite stoop. celebrity chefs, calls it stoop? Oh, I know stoop. You know about See, stoop. I hate to say the word stoop in the same way that I call Jeff Goth daddy because I hate daddy. And now to the point that I love referring to someone as a daddy, I have done so with the word stoop <laughs> uh, because everyone gets upset if you refer to what you're making as a soup and a stew combo and you call it a stoop. Nobody smiles. Everyone hates it. Except that people love Rachel Ray, even though she does this. And I'm like, stoop is an unappetizing word. And I have a personal bias against stew as a concept. I don't like a thick soup. I like a a brothy soup, like a ramen or a... Oh, you're a brothy baby. I had no idea. I'm a brothy baby. I don't like a thick stew. But So the idea of a stoop, (laughs) it infuriates me. I'm a brothy baby. It it infuriates me on a kind of phonic level. Like it, it... it sounds gross and also on a on no a culinary you know what it level. sounds molly what's that it sounds stupid this is the most whirlwind uh, all over the place episode we have in store we have such tragedy in this episode we have gle- utter wonder in this episode balloons Balloons. In this episode. It's unbelievable. We got stoop. Yes. In this episode. Oh, uh, we got, and we, and you gotta be souping me. <laughs> there are so many different, there, the articles from this week, from the last couple weeks, are all across the board. Number one, we must say congratulations to Britney Spears mm. because it, it, it is, it is what we had wished for her. If you listen to the many hours of Britney Spears, pop histories that we did that her younger sister Jamie Lynn has been given control over the conservatorship look into this guys it is the best possible news Jamie Lynn herself is a millionaire she is doing very well for herself she doesn't need to steal from Britney Spears but it's still someone in her family and someone Britney Spears trusts they get along it's the exactly two of them? what yes very well good and and Britney Spears has always shielded Jamie Lynn as much as she could. Mm. And now Jamie Lynn is going to come in and help her. And I I cried when I read it, which is sad, <laughs> but I'm empathetic, okay? Yes, I wanted to ask I'm you guys happy. about this. I'm glad and this was this was the what what both of you guys thought would be the best possible outcome, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I I didn't do a ton of legwork on Jamie's deal. Jamie Lynn's deal, uh, but I, it does on its head, as, as as Jackie just described, come off as the best possible outcome. I think for Britney Spears. I mean, I'm very she's a Disney too. kid. She's a she's a country singer. She's got a brand new that show on Netflix that um, uh-huh. Sweet Magnolias. Yep. That's her show that was just brought on for another second season. Like she's doing great. I do like that. Yeah, I I agree with you saying like her success and her monetary value make like just immediately remove that from the equation right and then and then i think besides that it's just like i I think the my other question is and i don't quite know yet what is the reaction from the free britney movement are they super thrilled are they gonna back down because that's the other outcome we need at this point is for these fucking nutbags you know what i mean this fucking pop canon shit (laughs) 
doesn't go away. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I called him. That's right. Shots fired. I called the Free Britney movement. Pop K Dog. <laughs> Whoa. I think it's cute. Yeah. But you, whoa. Yeah. And, and the other day, by the way, too, just to make everybody a little weirded out, I just, I, I, I uh, pissed my pants on purpose. <laughs> I get it, man. I know. I just sat and there and I was like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to go anywhere. You, you had your little sop hop, and that's what you refer to it as when you sit in your own sop. And sometimes <laughs> you got to hop around and feel that squish. It was one in the morning. I was watching Jersey Shore. I did not want to stand. So I, I sat where I was, and I just let it flow, baby. You know what? I regret it. It felt terrible. I felt like some sort of a rascal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you are. I'm always saying, like, oh, Holden, that rascal friend of mine. <laughs> well, you know, um, I've never it, said that. We're in you. kind of a good to go back to the New York City uh, conversation. We're in this kind of interesting time in New York City where people can go out and about um, relatively safely and keep distance and whatnot. But nobody wants to use public bathrooms. So we're in a real renaissance of public pissing, which I appreciate because I've been a big advocate sure. of, you know, Popping and slopping wherever you are. You gots to. And there is no better time to jerk off in a park. It is just amazing out there. As I long mean, as you're not anywhere near, near a, a playground. Child. I was going to yes, say, I'm absolutely. not going to endorse for sure. taking out your dick for any reason other than to pee. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And putting it right back. I take it back. I, I hold it immediately am not into that. Don't do it <laughs> if you. Is it indeed a misdemeanor to pee in the park? So don't pee in the park. In New York, <laughs> Gideon is getting so, it all. Yeah. Lawyer husband, a lawyer just has said it in. is. Don't pee in the park. You did not hear that uh, advice for me to pee rampantly in the park, but I am saying here in New York City, people are peeing in public, and I am pro. You got to get it out there. Is my problem, and I've said this again, and apparently I have a streaming problem or some sort of projection issue, but I always piss on my feet or I piss on someone else's feet if they're close by. Wow. I'm a feet pisser. You got a strong flow? I guess, yeah. It's all the water, I think. I'm I'm pretty hydrated, if you guys were wondering. <laughs> One time I got really drunk and we took a little walk in the neighborhood. This is high school, right, where you kind of take some shots in secret in like a room and then you go walk around the neighborhood. Oh, I love secret shots. Yeah. So I had to go pee and I walked up to this bush and I took a pee and I stepped back and realized that all of the piss ricocheted off of the leaves of the bush back onto my pants. You didn't realize Night it until was the ruined. <laughs> Night was completely ruined. I was just drunk with piss all over my pants. Everybody was laughing at me. It was a terrible experience all around. Oh my God! Why haven't you told me about your peepee ankles? Yeah, you I fucking, don't. You love it. You I love don't, sop. I didn't realize it was a very, it was a very uh, wide, like the, it was big leaves, and it was just a very complicated just, bush. <laughs> just a big <laughs> banana big leaves <laughs> bouncing right back. At you. It was a weird. Mm, it just was a whole weird. So you kind of had to get up in it because I, I didn't want anyone to see my 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 penis. So then I got really into the bush. I was like way too far into the bush. Mm. And oh my God, all... you're just like Snooky. I know that this isn't uh, the podcast for just... it, but you are, because Snooky is also a piss pee. She's a bush peer. Yeah. And so she's very into uh, bush pissing. We've been watching a lot of Jersey Shore here at uh, Page 7 headquarters. It's <laughs> kind of taken over. <laughs> it's all I think about. It's all I've been watching. This is dude. what happens every every week. You guys get a glimpse into, oh, what are they going to do next for pop history? Because we just get so fully obsessed with something. Yeah. Um, but uh, something that I did have been, what? <laughs> 
Jackie, what just happened to my what? mouth? My body <laughs> just like, my no, mouth? you will not continue yeah. saying anything. I can't believe we haven't asked that question before. What happened to your mouth? Yeah, what did happen what to that mouth of yours? To my mouth? My mouth just gave up. I'm sorry. <laughs> One thing Jackie has also been obsessed with is... Is David Blaine. Oh, my God, the balloon. The Man. balloons, guys. I'm it's fucking believable. You need ascension. to spell this out for everyone because if it weren't for you, I would have literally gone my entire life never knowing this happened. So please tell us about every single detail. You, Molly. Wait, Molly, are you not, you're not like a, a Blaine a Blaine head? I'm not a Blaine head. I, uh, you're not a Blainer? I, whilst, in fact, whilst watching this three-hour movie that you guys sent me, I was enraged to see that David Blaine has a TED Talk about how he held his breath for 16 minutes or whatever. And TED Talks are supposed to be about how you generically lifted yourself up from some adversity. I don't want to hear David Blaine talk about how how to hold your breath. How dare you, Molly? He's a daredevil. (laughs) He's one of the few daredevils we've got, or at least one of the few that I'm aware of. No, I definitely, I referred to him as a mentalist yesterday, and Jeff was very, he was like, he's not a mentalist. That's not what mentalists do. <laughs> oh, is Jeff was like, like a okay. magic boy? Is Jeff into, like, magic boy No, stuff? he's not a magic boy. In fact, I actually wish he was more of a magic boy. Um, I'm trying to push this on him. He doesn't care about David Blaine, but he, I do, I'm sorry, I don't mean to speak for you, baby. I love you, <laughs> and I care about you, and I respect oh, you. Right. I will not be tamed. I'm not even going to get into Untamed right now. We'll talk about it next what week. Is, where yes, I'm are you right now? What does the oil. man do with the balloons? What's wrong with your mouth? I <laughs> My mouth is bad. You you took the microphone away from me for a week, and now I'm exploding with things to talk about. You are like me in place. that bush. You are piss. You are mouth pissing all <laughs> over yourself. Piss all right over my feet. right back at you. <laughs> It's a bouncing no. right back. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, guys. I'm all, right, all over mi- the place right now. Should I describe what happened? Yeah, tell us what David describe Blaine did. Describe what David Blaine, his first, all right. his first daredevil move in eight years. David Blaine, very much about the, very inspired by the boy with the red balloon and just all those images, you know. Up, he actually didn't watch until recently, which is kind of funny, but very inspired by that image of the boy holding the balloons, floating into the air as this fantastical, beautiful thing. He decides he wants to do it in real life. So with um, hydrogen balloons, he he lifted up into the sky. like, And essentially the way he had it, he just had this like rig attached to like his uh, uh, shoulder that was attached to the balloons. And, but the way he made it look, he really made it look like he was really all about making it look like he was just holding these balloons and floating up into the sky to the point where part of the part of the stunt was that and that was like the scariest part for me is that he had to pull down the parachute from kind of within the balloons and manually put it on while like a thousand feet in the air more. It was like ridiculously high. No, it was like 15,000 feet. He ended up going to like 25,000 feet, but he gets, it's unbelievable. Like there, there was a lot of cool stuff going on with the actual rig itself. It had this like oxygen thing that he pulled down when he got really, really high up in the air, but he floats way up in the air, manually puts on a parachute pack, then floats uh, even higher to the point where he's like like testing his own body and the limits of how high you can... To the, I think it was, it was like part of a research and development program it became for like the FAA. It was like this kind of crazy thing like, oh wow, you're actually doing something that's like 
interesting to study. Really needs to be done. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it was a cool research mission as well. I really like David Blaine. And I know that he's not for everybody, but I've always dug the the different uh, stunts that he does. I think that it's fun to see how far you can push the human body, and he definitely is a person that has explored that. And I do thought I thought it was pretty cute, even though obviously very staged, that he had his little girl on, and the last time she saw him do a stunt eight years ago, she was like a baby baby, and she was terrified because she was watching it happen, and he was like, I stopped because I was going to, I wanted to help you, and I didn't want to put myself in harm's way, and now I'm doing this beautiful stunt for you. Aww. And it really was beautiful. And it, yeah, and and he was dedicated with his to daughter, her. like in the air, he was talking to her. Yeah, like he, that was he was cute. He talked to her as soon as he landed. It was like this really beautiful... You know, he was like, I did this all for you. It was very beautiful. And by the way, he, so he, he parachutes all the way back down, obviously. You know, he skydives and then parachutes back. But also in between, he's become, I, I don't know what level and I don't know what the word is for it, but he's become like an expert level skydiver. He's learned how to man balloon rides, like helium balloon rides and that kind of shit. He put the time in too. If you look it up, it's on YouTube for free. It's a fun to watch and just cool thing to look at somebody that was like, I want to do this and then got all these experts together and did it. Yeah. Now I'm reflecting on why I think David Blaine is so silly. And, and I'm, I I guess I'm not. I just remember like primetime specials when I was a kid and it would be like two hours on David Blaine's going to hold his breath. And I, I and I was always just like, uh, whatever. But now I'm reflecting. Maybe that was just me being a hater, as I have acknowledged I was. Um, Molly, you're the biggest fucking hater ever. I'm a bit of, I'm I know a you're hater. always unnecessarily mean. <laughs> and I get a lot scary. of I get a lot of Facebook DMs that I don't tell you about, where they're just like, "Hey, love the show, but can you ask Molly to stop being such a fucking hater?" I'm an inner hater. Hater. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I guess my question, I have a couple of questions about the David Blaine thing. Well, it's a question and a comment. My comment is that I wish that instead of having a parachute to lower him down, I wish that he had shot darts up into the balloons to pop them one by one so that he could have slowly come down as the balloons popped. But I understand why that wasn't possible. I feel like he actually probably would have come down either too slowly. I wonder if it's the same way as like when you get the bends, when you come up, like you can't come up too quickly. So I imagine it has something to do with that because he had so many extra experts with him that I imagine they would have been able to do something like more fun and dazzling if he was was able to. Okay, so that's a good, good. Yeah, it was cool, though, seeing him to get up higher. He had he was loaded with these weights 
and you would watch him right. slowly so then he would remove drop these the weights, weights so that he would go and higher. drop them. Yeah. That was a lot of fun to see. So that was a bit of the magical thing. I think it was, it was essentially like once they pushed past the like, now let's just see how high he can go in the sky. Once they went there, I think they had to like just do it, you know, skydive into a parachute after that. Yeah. So right. I guess my biggest question, and I did watch, I, I, I didn't watch the full three hours, but I, I, I skipped through to get the gist, but what, like, jump around, you jump around. <laughs> like, um, cause I think that hot air balloons themselves are fairly magical. Right. So like, what was this, like, how, like this was so di- like, what made this very different than a hot air balloon? It was a lot of balloons. Like, and I know that neither of you are physicists, but like in in his pitch, was it? How dare you? I know every, you give me a gravity and I will <laughs> drop something and yeah, you'll see. I know that, I know that this was similar, Molly, in the fact that he did have to learn how to uh, work. Part of it, part of doing the stunt was learning, getting a license to fly a hot air balloon. Uh-huh. So it was, it was so. like rather than, but, but this was kind of like, First of all, the image was so remarkable, and it was more. It was it was less like this is something we know how to do, but it was like this is something that nobody's ever quite done before. Uh huh, uh huh. But it was definitely based in the tech of, and that's why because people want to say it was a helium thing, and it's not. It was a hydrogen. Hydro- thing. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Have you have either yes. of you guys ever been in a hot air balloon? No, I'm a little free. I man, I don't think I would enjoy that. I think I would get freaked out. I don't understand. I really kind of want to. I'm scared of everything, and I feel like I wouldn't be scared, but I feel like it's the kind of thing, the second you get into the biscuit, then you're like, get me out of the biscuit. Right. I don't want to be in the biscuit anymore. <laughs> so, I'm not big at dangling heights at this point in my life. At one point, I was fun, I was cool with it, but not anymore. You have ridden one, Molly? So in college, I studied abroad in... Uh, I, I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but I studied abroad in Prague, and like my second weekend there, my host mom was like, we're going to the country for, like, my friend is, like, a, a, works for, like, a huge corporate cell phone company, and there's, like, a corporate retreat that we're, like, crashing with her. And I was like, great. And so we went, but then my host mother proceeded to only speak Czech with her friends, and everyone only spoke Czech the whole weekend, and <laughs> everyone just forgot that I was there and that I didn't speak any Czech. Nice. And so every, and it was, like, this really, really well-funded corporate retreat, So, but everything was, like, a huge surprise for me. We would just, like, get in the car, and then there would be, like, horses and then we'd get in the car and then there would be like ATVs and so there was all these like different Ooh. events throughout the whole weekend but nobody would tell me what was going to happen because they were all speaking in Czech and so then it like culminated with we got in the car and we went to a field full of hot air balloons and what? no one was speaking to me in English and so I was just like I guess I'm going on a hot air balloon and uh it was terrifying it was like incredibly beautiful um but it was extreme you are just fucking in a basket flying through the sky and then when you land again no one imagine no one is telling you what's gonna happen and when you land you just like kind of slowly but but quickly crash into the ground it's like a real yeah it's did it hurt your knees there's like a protocol for when you land i don't think that it hurt but it was really i was like we're careening into the ground like and and no one was explaining shit to me i'm sure I'm sure it would have had lasting damage if you weren't like that young. You know what I mean? Like you you had that like younger, more able to bounce back body (laughs) back then. So it was like. I'm just very proud of you because I feel like if I was in a situation like that and wasn't ready for it, I would ragdoll. I'd be like, no. And just like (laughs) lay on the ground and just pretend like and just make them pick me up and forcibly put me into the basket just to see if honestly if they could pick me up if I (laughs) dead weight. 
I was like down for whatever. So I was like, all right, I guess. I mean, I was terrified, but also like now if you showed me a hot air balloon and in check told me like we're getting in the hot air balloon, I would be like, no. But at the time I was like, okay. And so I did <laughs> okay. it. But I do. I mean, if you get and I'm not like somebody who's like afraid of heights, but I'm also somebody who doesn't really like to like contemplate heights. And when you're in a hot air balloon, you got a lot yeah. of time to contemplate heights. Yeah. Right. Right. All right, let's talk about sad stuff. Oh, you want more sad stuff? Because I was going to talk about the VMAs. You'd rather do, you want to just talk about Chadwick Boseman and get it over with? Because I cried for hours. Yeah, yeah. We have to talk about it, but it makes it makes me incredibly sad. Horrible. We lost news. real life superhero. That we lost a real life superhero. He. It is in. It is. It is one of those times that I think that now, especially in working in pop history, it's taught me so much about people's lives and how people recognize them afterwards. And it's a very few times honestly that you see only positive things from the internet that is filled with evil about a human being that has passed like they did with Chadwick Boseman it is what a loss what a loss and I didn't I mean and no so many people I didn't know I know that he had put it in like slightly but most people didn't know that he was dying yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize he was dying. I knew that he had been diagnosed, but I wasn't aware of how quickly this horrible form of cancer was going to take him. And it is just what a loss. Yeah. And in watching all of these, it, it just the beautiful things that he has done for so many people. And he was just a truly good human being. I'm not going to cry about it right now. You are super going to cry about it right now. I but might it's good. It's cry good. about it right now. The numbers go up when you cry, so you better do it. That's not true. <laughs> no one likes to hear a, 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 a big, chubby woman crying. Yeah, they Because then more, it's going to be more. just like, a, a, like water more. for chocolate. And then I'm going to cry into the wine. Then every time anyone around me drinks wine, they're going to cry too. <laughs> All right. Go back to the balloons. <laughs> now Go back, back to, to the, the balloons. balloons. What about the balloons? Um, I just <laughs> wanted to say, please, if you... Uh, if you haven't yet, just look up all of the many instances where it is very apparent that not only is Chadwick Boseman amazing as being the first true, the huge black superhero, as well as just being a normal, very good person to everyone around him, that like you would assume that something like that in such a huge just a huge role to be placed on your shoulders that a lesser man would not have been able to uphold it, and he did. And that is something that is so beautiful that you just very rarely see. And I um, cried a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was uh, just another blow, and and uh, during a rule, I would say a pretty, you know, questionable year, I would say. I'll just say it's questionable. You know what I mean? In terms of being shitty. <laughs> and it was like to think about Black Panther, like, like to, I, w I just spent so much time thinking about like when Black Panther came out and it was like how it was like unlike mm -hmm. any other superhero movie, how it was just so like impactful and so powerful and like meant so much to like to so many people and to, for black people in particular to have this like real i mean it just it was just such an incredible film and he was such an incredible black panther and it was yeah just like you said jackie it's just such a massive loss and it was like my first reaction i was like 
but he's just so like young and talented and hot. Like, how is this possible? And then I had to like engage with it on a deeper level. But it, it was, it was, yeah, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things when a really young and amazing celebrity dies where you're like, I don't, I don't, how is that possible? But then with him, there was just this like extra element of all of the depth of what he brought as an actor. Now, everybody who's super bummed out right now, just go watch Bill and Ted face the music. It'll bring you right back. <laughs> Come back, see us when you're done. And then we, that or watch any of what they tried to do with the VMAs. <laughs> I was weirdly, I was shocked and kind of impressed and also let down I guess. I didn't know what to expect from the VMAs. The VMAs was last weekend, and it was the first of the social distancing of our new life of what an award show could be. And it was very... I, I was interested because they are trying, and I think that's cool. Anytime I see, like, a movie or any kind of an event that's like, well, you know what? They're trying something, and they definitely tried a lot with this, with performers performing on many different locations, all of the dancers and the performers had masks on, which I can't even imagine that, and and it was very, with the weird green screen fake sounds of the audience, it felt like I was watching Running Man. It's very unsettling, but also... Beautiful. Jackie, like, I don't really. How do you guys feel about it? Clearly, you have not been watching professional wrestling. Let's oh my talk god! About I have. Oh my god. Actually, I have because my roommate watches it. <laughs> so I. It's so I, One weird. of the things I like to There's do. There's no is, audience in wrestling. There's none. But they don't even fake having an audience. It is just silently. Oh, you haven't seen the new version though. Oh Jackie. no, I haven't seen the new version. Now they have these giant screens that's essentially just a bunch of zoom call faces as the audience and it's real people it is what? so bananas looking that's like what they did at the dnc <laughs> they had like yeah like they would have like a politician speak and then they would cut to a screen full of zoom faces that were all silently clapping but they're on actual screens massive screens there's like weird rows of them that are surrounding the wrestlers these big faces and it's wrestling fans, so there's plenty of problematic things happening on these screens. <laughs> and and it's just so bananas. It is so dystopian and so crazy. Yeah. I don't know what's crazier. The no one in the audience are wrestling or or this, which is just like I don't know. So yeah. surreal. That's my thing too. Like I I feel like it's 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 weird to be like, I'm performing and there's no audience and I'm looking right at the camera, but it's even weirder to like pretend that there is an audience or to be like we're performing it's yeah it's it's there is no good like many things in the pandemic there are no good choices yeah but i'm happy that they're trying something you know it's like all right well we still want to do this i'm weirdly moved we're gonna have to figure it out yeah and uh, and like seeing around the world like the different instances of social distance concerts and stuff like that that are happening and i know that the memes say like oh as an introvert i'd rather it like this and honestly i'd rather it like that I'd rather have space that the I'm not directly concerts. In. I'm down to keep down forever. for. That's why I'm completely Every, into everyone it. Everyone 35 I think that's plus great. is like I'm down for the social yeah. distance to stay. Those little like boxes. Yeah. Those little like boxes that you hang out in. Oh my god, that looks amazing. It looks great, and I also really and I loved. Late, of course, Lady Gaga's outfits in the, at the VMAs. Fantastic. But how she tied in the masks. Yeah, into that was everything. really cool, dude. 
She looked like a sexy version of, oh, I forget his name right now, in Mad Max Fury Road, the bad guy uh-huh. in it. I know exactly what you're talking about. With the big white, like she looked like with all of the tubes and everything. That's what she looked like, but a sexier version of it. And I was like, hell yeah. I would fucking, whoa. I mean, I already wanted to fuck that guy in Mad Max. (laughs) I wanted to pick his tabs and yeah, have sex with him. So to see her. I don't think he'd want me. But yeah, I found myself weirdly moved by like, it's evolved, right? Like I know that I said on the show that I will never watch a Zoom um, my lottery dream home and that's still true but I like way back in the early times of the pandemic I, I watched a zoom version of my favorite cooking show the kitchen um, which is like usually in real life is a show where five chefs who clearly hate each other all get together and cook together and have to like small talk and banter and they're clearly like angry with one another and maybe drinking um and like that is my favorite part of it. And then they did a Zoom version and I found myself like <laughs> kind of like weeping silently like, oh, they're really trying. So like, <laughs> like something about people trying to do it to make it happen now is yeah. like has always been kind of touching, except when sometimes I see a show that I'll absolutely watch a normal version of. And then when they do a Zoom version, I'm like, nope, like they're doing date, they're doing Dateline Zooms now. Like I have a weird thing for like Dateline, stupid true crime magazine stuff. And they're course, doing like a Dateline do, Zoom. Yeah where the guy like the court the silly guy who interviews people in a dateline is now like watching it on his laptop and then it cuts to him being like oh this was my favorite moment when the killer almost confessed and the guy Fieri uh. has one where he sits on his couch with his son and they watch like existing guys grocery games and then he and his son are like oh I like this part and I will watch that oh I like but that it's, so that's the though. thing the same with the VMAs and even with the DNC like it's like this is so weird and awful, but like it's it's interesting and kind of nice to see people try. You know, we're all trying. trying. Uh, and I am curious to ask you, Jackie, in particular, what do you think of uh, Miley's new stuff? How, how are we it. feeling? Love it. Love, love. I love it. I love it. And I loved the performance of Rain on Me. I really, you know, I'm a stun. I stun. Miley Cyrus and I really you know what she's going through a lot to publicly go through not only the divorce and then the the having a little chippy on the side or a cookie if you will like in the Jersey Shore I'm so glad she's done with that guy I just hate looking at that guy (laughs) but I also you know what as someone that went through a bad breakup and then immediately started, I'm not going to say dating. I'm going to say having sex with having someone that just was straight up sex with somebody an, that was, I'm going to say, idiot, reputable boy. at best. I was around during this time and I was like, Jackie, do your thing. But I'm going to go ahead and say this guy is a snooze to the lose. And if he's listening right <laughs> now, I don't care. Really, he's probably drunk. So forget about this. He really wanted to have a lot of sex, though. And I was completely into it. Yes. And that it's so, I get it. And to have to publicly go through that kind of stuff. And now, girl, you're just like the wrecking ball again, except on top of some sort of disco ball. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was a little interesting. Was, I didn't know if cool. it was supposed to be like a throwback, but I think that Midnight sure. Sky is a great song. Do you dig it? I dig it. And the video is like, actually, I, I don't normally find Miley Cyrus to actually be that. Sexy, sexy, 
but she is definitely showing them legs off in that video in a way that makes me go, wow, I should go to the park right now. No, don't. Oh, you're don't not do it. You can't go to the park right now. Go to the park, stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Hashtag stay home. Way. And you can touch yourself all you want, and it's great. <laughs> Door. I'll just change my Zoom background to a park, and then it'll be, and then I get see. That's that kind way. of fun. Stay home to keep yourself safe from the law. Yes, the fear the um, law. And I am very excited because soon, very soon, the meaning of Mariah Carey is going to be out. And yes, we are talking about Mariah Carey's memoir that she is also doing her own audio book for. I'm very excited about it. But so now in the news, we're going to be seeing a lot of Mariah Carey news because it is all the publicity up until the, not only is her book coming out, but also she's got some Apple, I believe it's Apple Plus Christmas special coming out, which mm. I, you, uh, Holden, McNeely, what? I will roll those eyes oh into the back God. of your let head. Me, let I me saw be him roll his eyes. <laughs> you guys didn't see it, but I caught it. I will roll him into the back of your head. <laughs> I am excited. Oh, God. And now he's doing oh, over Skype when they have the dumb, slow clapping smiley face. I hate the slow clapping <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> Oh, I hate it so much. I'm not going to roll. That is, I don't condone violence. I would never roll your eyes into the back of your head, Holden. But I would say if you would like to hurt a man in a park, I do condone that. That's where you go? You go to the park to do it? Go to the park, do everything illegal. (laughs) So Mariah Carey, I need to talk about this story just real quick because we have Conspiracy Corner this week. I have a big conspiracy to deal with after this so but i needed to just say this because i know that we've been back and forth on how we feel not i guess now we haven't been back and forth on how we feel about ellen degeneres but i've been back and forth about what's going on with everything with the ellen degeneres show and then you hear a story like this that really upset me yeah this story is like bananas it's yucky Yucky. So Mariah Carey Yucky came bananas. out and she was like, well, I don't, I, what I love it too, she's like, I don't want to throw anyone under the proverbial <laughs> bus, but she definitely is throwing Ellen under the bus <gasps> because, so, all right, cut to, it is seven months after she had married Nick Cannon and there was all these rumors out saying that she was pregnant. And before the show, you know when you're asked on a show, usually the host or the writers or or a PA, they will ask, or your and your agents are usually talking to them. They say, oh, what, is there anything that you don't want us to talk about? Mm. And she had said she didn't want to talk about the pregnancy rumors. And because unbeknownst to the staff of The Ellen Show, as well as the world, is that she had been pregnant and she had recently had a miscarriage. So she didn't want to talk about it. Completely understandable. So what does Ellen do, even though she was told not to, and I'm assuming that this is Ellen, is that she was on the show and Ellen started asking her about it. And Mariah Carey's like, I don't really want to talk about this. And then she's like, well, do you drink? And she pulled out a bottle of champagne. And Mariah Carey's like, oh, no, it's fattening. Uh, I'm not going to do this. You know, she's making all these excuses. And she's like, well, you're saying you're not pregnant. So why don't you take a have a sip of champagne with me? And that fucking sucks. Messed up, man. Yeah. That immediately made me be like, next, no, not okay. Weird. That is disgusting. Yeah. That I don't, I don't appreciate that. It made me so upset. That is not okay. And so, of course, she does. 
And what a disgusting thing to do to another human being. Yeah. It doesn't matter what person, doesn't matter if they're a celebrity, it doesn't matter. You don't do that to somebody. There are so many reasons not to do that to somebody, even putting pregnancy aside. Like, that's a gross thing to do in terms of somebody's... You don't force somebody to do anything. You don't force somebody to drink. No matter what you think their pregnancy status is, like, that's so fucked up regardless. But then especially to be like, oh, uh, it's so... It's such a violation. When I read that, I was, like, so furious on Mariah Carey's behalf, which I'm going to say the first time I really, truly felt that emotion on behalf of Mariah Carey. I just, I was, so she had just said this story in the Vulture interview that just came out with her. And I needed to just at least bring it up because yuck. So if you're on the fence about Ellen DeGeneres, and again, she, like, it's hard because I'm aware of the fact that, of course, there's many people to get to Ellen DeGeneres that I don't know what screwed up, quote unquote. I'm trying to even protect her that maybe she just had no idea. But how? It's one on the short list of things she it's doesn't a, want to talk about. It's just such a thing everyone should know. It's like the whole are they, are they not pregnant thing. Just let, Leave let them announce it on their yes. own side. There could be so many very tragic very of sad yes. things that people... can go into that or they're just overweight yes it's so and messed then that's up it's own thing it is so, there are <laughs> yes there are like layers of offensiveness to demanding to know whether someone is pregnant and to like you know if somebody if you ask someone if they want to drink at a party and they say no, don't ask why. Just be like, all right. So to like force cool. someone to drink is like so messed up. Even Again, even if she wasn't pregnant like this. And yeah, like maybe that was some writer's choice. But it, I feel like that's got to come down to whether or not it was Ellen's choice. The buck stops at her. She should have been like, I'm not going to do this, you know? Right. Yes. And it is. I just I was so upset. So I just wanted to let y'all know I'm a little alert here. I'm a little troubadour. Well, you know what? I'm upset too because I think that J Law fakes her falls. Bum, That's bum, right. Bum, conspiracy. That is right. Jennifer Lawrence, she's just like us, and we she's all know she's just that. like us. Okay, she's so fun. She, loves, she likes a burger on a Wednesday. Crazy. And she watches her friends. On T, or she watches the show, friend, whatever. She's fucking like us. We can get off my back. <laughs> screaming at me these days. All right. Still, I'm, I'm in vacay mode still. Okay. Come oh, God. On. But either Ooh. way, either way, it all starts with the fall scene around the world wearing a beautiful strapless Dior gown. Jennifer Lawrence took the stage to accept her trophy at the 2013 Oscars when she collapsed upon to the stairs. How embarrassing. She's just. Like we are. <laughs> She's just like we are. She falls down too. Or is she? Again, in 2014, J-Law collapses on the red carpet. OMG, I do that too. Oh my God. Or oh my God. I? She's just like Bella in Twilight. I know wow. this now. Unbelievable. <laughs> and yet again, Lawrence at the Madrid premiere, premiere of one of those Hunger Games movies tumbled to the ground just like that Berlin Wall, baby. And now I'm getting a little suspicious, aren't I? Hmm, three yeah. falls. Exposing a fake is what I titled this next one. <laughs> Did you write this one yourself? Oh, yeah. A writer for New York Magazine named Ver- Veronica Highland. Veronica, maybe? I think I feel, either way. It's the, they might have a weird name. Who gives a shit? Highland is the last name. Said, 
uh, uh, wrote this. In the footage of the event, though, need I remind you, we also have footage of the so-called, quote, moon landing. Lawrence <gasps> appears to be bent over, trying to free her high heels from the hem of her Ralph Lauren gown. It's only when an army of, in parentheses, surely well paid off, in parentheses, handlers has fully surrounded her that she mimes the most brief and undramatic of collapses. At which point, the camera conveniently pans away, even after several Zapruder-style close watches of the suspiciously <laughs> shaky video, no more clues were forthcoming. Whoa. Highland wow. believes that she has a personal fall choreographer and, <gasps> and notes that though there were ass loads of photographers present, there was no photographic evidence of Jennifer Lawrence hitting the floor. Oh my wow. God, she's not just like us. This last <laughs> thought portion like is- us. Thought she was just like us, but she's not, not. just like us. Do you have a professional fall choreographer that works with I, you every day? Maybe I do. I'm quirky, but only in very small, minute ways so that people can identify me <laughs> or who I am. So when you see me eating a whole bag of Reese's peanut butter bats, at two o'clock in the morning in my bed because I put them in the freezer. <laughs> know that someone told me to do it. Okay, you're not like anyone. So I'm not like difference. anybody else. <laughs> Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money, which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start, Start saving, saving today. today. Visit sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This last little bit I titled, Again? Question mark, <laughs> explanation point, question mark. And I literally just wrote this because I was getting furious while doing this work. Dude, and then again, in all caps, she falls at the red carpet premiere for the X-Men Apocalypse in London in 2016. Fucking whatever! Whoa. She is full of shit, dude. That's wow, a whatever a from me, Doug. Bird. Yeah, that's a whatever for me as well. Jackie, do, how many whatevers do you give this one out of I'm gonna 18 give this, whatevers? Out of 18 whatevers, <laughs> I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it 12.5 whatever. Yeah. Is that 18? I think that's go. about the amount. I think it's pretty high amount Certified of whatever. fresh. I don't know what else. I'm going to assume a fall choreographer also is like a fight choreographer. Right. So is it that she has like some sort of um, teaching stunt team and she has the money for it. So mm -hmm. is she just like us? I'm going to say she? that I think that that first one, the 2014 one, was real. was real. And then everyone found it so fucking endearing that she was like, I'm just going to keep falling. And she didn't know when to stop. Yes. That I completely can see. I agree with you. 12.5, whatever. Because like there she went from being like, oh, this this hot 
you know, so-and-so to being like this hot, relatable so-and-so. Like that fall yes. endeared her around the world. Yes. Well, especially it made her more, yes, because after like Winter's Bone, when everyone's like, who is this young person that is such a good actress? And then she needed to show that she... Um, could still hang, mm-hmm. you know, like she's got her girlfriends. Did you know that she gets drunk with her girlfriends? <gasps> That's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we're all on the same page on this one, which means, Jackie, I'm going to throw it over to you. I guess that it's time for the list. Oh! Who's, Who's on, on the list? list? Jackie. Jackie. Gotta have that, that list. list. Ooh, we've got another rendition of our celebrities who hated the characters that made them famous. Now, this one had some fun ones on it that I had never seen on one of these before, so I wanted to get into it. And thank you so much to the amazing person that sent this to me on Twitter because you were right. There is some great hot goss in here. Like, Molly, this goes out to you. Uh Uh-oh. Penn Badgley as Joe in You. So apparently, Penn Badgley does not like playing the char- the main character of the show, You. He says that he is not a good guy. He's also fully aware that many fans have developed a crush on Joe regardless. And he's not a fan of that. This and actually made me makes me like, like Penn Badgley yeah, even more. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Like, this made me like, somehow it made me like the show more. To be like... This yes. guy knows that he, at least the actor playing this total anti-hero, knows that he is not supposed to be at all liked by anybody. And, like, he is, you know, like a violent character. And um, and so the fact that he has been, like, super outspoken about, like, domestic violence and all this stuff and is like, don't like this character is... Actually makes the entire thing more interesting and better to me. Yes, and even in an interview with Vanity Fair about the second season, he talked about how his further dislike of Joe saying, he's always saying, if only I could show you who I really am. Up until that point, he had never been able to do that. Then he gets it. And he's a total dick about it. That was when I was like, Joe, I've never liked you less. I've never liked you less. And I like that he also says it twice because he's very cute and it makes me want to kiss him. Not as Joe, but as Penn Badgley. I want to keep going on the list, but just a super deep cut for anyone who's in the same boat as me. I Now I'm watching Hannibal, and I now my memory of Joe, which I actually think is a good character, especially as this actor understands him, has been like it's been saved over by the character of Will Graham from Hannibal, which I I like mm. the show Hannibal, but I don't think that Will Graham in that version of Hannibal is an especially good character. So anyway, I'm upset because I feel like I don't like the character of Will Graham on Hannibal, the television show, and it, it he's so similar to the character from you, but not as complex to me. So anyway, that is a deep cut for you. No, I'm I'm with you a thousand percent. There's lots of characters like that out there that you love to hate. And it would I think it would be weird if someone really unless it was like a meaty villain character, but like with that dude, there's nothing redeemable about Joe from you. There's nothing it's just like you're just yucky and you're just gonna go from place to place and brutalize people because you can. Shows with antiheroes can be very good. Obviously Breaking Bad is like the best Sure. example of a show with an anti-hero, but people got to know they're an sure. anti-hero, not a hero. Right. Then also, this is a, a this kind of blew me away because you know how I feel about Mandy Patinkin. 
And that is that I love him <laughs> and I would love him to death if I could. And apparently Mandy Patinkin really hates his character on Criminal Minds, Jason wow. Gideon. I don't really know Criminal Minds. Did you watch it? Oh, I did watch Criminal Minds. I definitely watched Criminal Minds. But he did leave the show in 2007 after the second season, which is when I stopped watching Criminal ah. Minds. because, And everyone was shocked when he left. But he said it, that taking on the role was the biggest public mistake I ever made. He said, I thought it was going to be something very different. I never thought they were going to kill and rape all these women every night, every day, week after week, year after year. It was very destructive to my soul and my personality. Wow. After that, I didn't think I would get to work in television again. Wow. Good for him. That's a big good for him. Good for him. Because there are many good shows premised on... Violence and violence against women, but sometimes I just get to the point where I can't do it anymore. Like the show Lufa with Idris Elba, which I was so excited to watch because I love Idris Elba, and it was just so much. And I shouldn't even put that show on blast because there's a million worse shows than that. But sometimes, like The Fall, is another one where it's like a really very good critically acclaimed show, which I don't think think Criminal Minds is. But like, there can be very very good shows that are just all about violence against women, and I just got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I get it. And and especially playing those, playing it and doing it every day, I imagine really takes its toll on you. And in the opposite way, Allison Williams as Marnie and Girls hated her character. <laughs> and I th- that also again this is another one well, makes I me like Allison Williams all of the more. characters. <laughs> me too. I hate Girls. So I could not. I tried to watch that show, and I was I like, I don't fucking like these people, and I don't understand. Why they get to be on TV every week. Yes. And then she said, Marnie would drive me crazy if I were friends with her in real life. But I have to put that out of my head in order to play her. Like sleeping with Elijah, sorry, spoiler alert, is crazy. Sleeping with Ray is crazy. Furiously hitting on Desi when he mentions his girlfriend in their first conversation is crazy. But I have to be on the couch with her and Elijah hoping they fuck. I have to be in that apartment with Ray kind of wanting it to happen. And I have to support her quest for Desi. And that's got to really drive you crazy. This is one, though, and this will be my last one from the list for this week. Because it hurts my fucking soul. Because Robert Pattinson hates being Edward Cullen in Twilight. Twilight. But... There is a distinction here. I'm a twy baby now, okay? And you need to get used to it. (laughs) There is a distinction here, I think, in this contained within this very list, which is actors who don't like the character, but they are a well-developed character. But the actor is like, I wouldn't want to like hang out with that person. Like people shouldn't admire this person, but they're a well-developed character, like the character Joe from You. And I have never seen girls. I've will. I've purposely avoided it. But it sounds like that. Like Allison Williams doesn't like the development of the character. I can't speak to whether she's a well-developed character or not. But it's Robert Pattinson hates the character because of what that character did to him in his career, right? Like, and like... But what did it do to his career? All he does is play great roles. Yeah. I mean, I think for a while, though, it was hard. It was like gonna be... It was tough for him to, I think, get out But he was also Cedric Diggory. This is the thing. He was also Cedric Diggory, okay? (laughs) He has... He didn't want to be the sexy dude. I understand that. He doesn't want to be sexy characters. That's not his thing. But, bitch, you made lots of money being Cedric Diggory, and you made a lot of money being Edward Cullen in Twilight. And if you are what I'm going to 
think about when I have my vampiric sexual fantasies? You better like it. <laughs> there's there's a third category, by the way, of people who cle- who obviously wouldn't like their role because the movie was fucking horrible, such yes. as Kelly Clarkson and Justin Guarini in from Justin Ke- Te- Kelly, which is notoriously a terrible film. Yeah, and Amelia Clark in Terminator Genesis. Like the, you know, the character is just bad. Which, yes, as opposed like a bad character as opposed to being like or, or a, bad in a bad person movie. in the universe. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, these movies bombed. Of course, you don't like that you were in that movie. Mariah Carey has herself in Glitter. Like, these are all, like, notoriously George Clooney and Batman and Robin. Like, these aren't beloved things. These are... (laughs) Right. It's like, yeah, I would hate to be in The Happening too, Mark Wahlberg. Which is why the Penn Badgley thing is more interesting because he's not like, oh, I wish I had never done this show. He's like, no, no, no. I did this show. It's about a violent man. And then people started like standing the violent man. And he's like, no, don't stand this guy. And that makes him a more interesting actor. Yes. Yes. Totally. And I do. I understand and wanting to like separate yourself and also being trapped then as, you know, and I imagine, especially right after doing Twilight, he probably was scared that he was never going to get anything except for that kind of role ever again. And that's got to be very upsetting as someone that wanted like knows he's talented and wants bigger and better things. And then, you know what? You watch the Batman trailer and you're like, well, you're probably going to fucking be one of the best Batmans. Yeah, Batman's. he's so perfect to be a, just a sad little Batman. You know, just get sadder. Like, Brutal, I thought Ben Affleck was going to be the saddest Batman, and then they got Robert Pattinson even sadder. It's going to be, I mean, you want, I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but of course it is. it looks great. I still have a stick up my ass because I wish that they had given the role of the Penguin to someone that was actually a fat character actor, but that is fine. I'm sure Colin Farrell will do a good job. Uh, but that's just my own thoughts, and that's it for the list for today. And my because- own thoughts are that are oh my god, I think I'm my sight is escaping me, and oh. that is a weird oh. thought to have where I can smell really good, and I can that's taste good. no I can, covo. I can taste really good because I can taste the white claw. No so covo no covo back, and <laughs> I can hear great. I, I hear you two just piercingly <laughs> okay but, but what my about... sight is odd to oh, the point no. where i think i'm going blind items oh, oh we can't see, see them, them. Captain. oh my god guys have i got some blind items for how you how blind i want to hear how blind how we blind are are they because she hates the paps but has the the thirst this three-named A-list actress hires a professional photo agency to show her working in her store. When a photographer is scheduled, is the only time she actually works. Who's got a flagship store in New York City right now? Three names. Who has three names. Flag right now? Shoes. I'll just say one word. Shoes. Uh, what? Horse. I'll also say the word horse. Horse? Horse and Shoes. <laughs> Are they shoes for horses? A person who's uh, many times compared to a horse. The notorious oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes, oh. notoriously loves shoes. Oh, Ouch. wait, she's not actually working in the store. I didn't realize she had her own line of shoes, which that does make a lot of sense. She's got SJP stores all over the place, Whoa. and it's like I think it's mostly shoes. And you actually see her like playing the part of Al Bundy from Married with Children, like sliding the shoe on her knees. 
onto oh, a lady's no, she foot. don't do that. And she, I, that's not what she does. I'm going to assume she doesn't normally do that unless a paid photographer is there. Oh, this is why I knew. See, I knew all about these shoes because they mostly, they sell them a lot at Neiman Marcus, which, huh. of course, I visit twice a week. And <laughs> I go to every every Nordstrom between here and and... I don't even know fancy stores, all right? I'm trying to say fancy store names, and I don't know. It's All I can think about is the final episode of, I can't remember if it's the finale of season six or if it's the movie where Big puts the shoe on her foot, and now the roles have been reversed. It's reversed. Now the shoe's on the other foot. Oh, thank you, old man. I can't believe I missed that. It was hanging right in front of my fucking face. Or should I say who? Or should I say who? No, don't. Oh, no. She's Honestly, horses are stronger than her physically. I have always thought she was very beautiful. I just think it's hilarious that people do that. It's such a horrible thing. She's so beautiful. Yeah, she is so beautiful. It's such a ridiculous, it's such a dumb one. Plenty of reasons to be annoyed by Sarah Jessica Parker, if that's your thing, besides calling her a horse. Yeah, I I want to I will say that one of my more famous uh roundtable lines that gets quoted on like in those Facebook threads is stop beating a dead Sarah Jessica Parker. Which is, <laughs> I just think. Ah, it's pretty fun. Oh, back in our drunk days. Yeah, back when I was a bad person. Now I'm magically good. Now you're and, good. And not evil secretly. So don't write those mean things about me in your secret groups online. Okay, this next one. <laughs> This A-plus list, mostly movie actor, likes his flings with D-list reality stars and IG models to always be not for public knowledge. So the move by his latest fling to get publicity is not going to sit well with the actor. This Brad is, Pitt. I was going to say, this is a story I can't believe you didn't put in the list. I didn't put it in because I also, I do feel weird about being like, did you see Brad Pitt stating a German model where it's like, Oh, but so many good tweets about being like, yes, if Brad Pitt wanted to date my wife, I yeah. find out I'm also in an open marriage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It was like somebody else was like, because this is the whole thing. I think the notable <laughs> thing about this is yes. Brad Pitt met the 27-year-old model at her husband's restaurant in Berlin. Yikes. The husband is 68. The husband is 68. They are in an open relationship, and he is friends with Brad Pitt. Oof. And that is the crazy, like, and then I, I saw another tweet that was just like, so this is worst case scenario, right, for that guy, right? I mean, like, literally, like, yeah, that oh, is the we're in an open relationship. I want to be able to swing my dick around. I'm this restaurant tour, and it's like, okay, cool. Brad Pitt just called. He wants to have just a day like, of sex a with me. Of sex with me. So I gotta go. It's <laughs> the worst. Another very good tweet is the idea that the husband said, "Oh yeah, sure, honey, your celebrity past can be Brad Pitt." Yeah, lol. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, fine. I'll put you're on the. You know, he's on the list. I, yeah, the right, only sure. thing I kind of, I kind of did like the the constant blind items about Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt possibly reuniting. And I, this yeah. clearly, I feel like, puts the but nail also, on that But also, it could coffin. just be, like, a, a fling. You know, it's like, if she's in open marriage, maybe they're just, like, in an open thing that it could just be, like, oh, they're just fucking. Could you imagine a decade ago being married to a man that is almost 70 years old? Me? Like, you a decade ago, essentially, right? Or I guess I, you're not as old as me, but, you know, still, in your I would have been 20s, fine with it. You would have been great with that? I would be that? very into You'd it. Be totally but into as long that. as you can have the open marriage, if that is something that both people are down with, and and Brad Pitt knows the score, then have at. Oh, he I knows do the it. score. Yeah, he knows the score. <laughs> he has had so much fucking crazy sex with that broad. Man. Yeah, dude, get it. Uh, beautiful. All right, this last one uh, is also fun and definitely uh, hits 
towards the heart of the two of you is uh, involves something you, you, the both of you are passionate about. This A-list actor, if you watch his show, which you two do, and former teen actor as well, he is, has been hooking up with a new castmate after dumping the last one he was using. Yes, there was lots of crossover. Oh, and he sometimes hooks up with another actress on the same network, but a superhero show that films in the same city. Okay, so it's obviously well, Riverdale. You? I don't think it's cheating anymore. <laughs> Cole Sprouse is broken up with Lily Reinhardt. <laughs> yes. Okay, they're broken up. Is it Cole Sprouse? Oh, uh, yeah. Cole Sprouse, Lily Are we Lily calling Reinhardt. him a former teen actor, though? I guess that's fair yeah, because of... Well, after the time jump, technically he will be acting <laughs> his age. So I think... Also, Holden, I'm going to fucking go ahead and say this right now. I'm fine with the time jump. They're wow. jump, they're jumping ahead seven years, and I think it's going to be pretty fun. Okay. I'm glad you think it's fun. <sighs> you really sound like you think it's going to be fun. And also, the Molly alert, alert. Riverdale's not coming back until January. January. Let them take time to make it good. I yeah. know. Well, they're not going to do that, though. <laughs> um, I apologize. I also need to pause this real quick. Not actually pause the show, but I did just see that Variety just released that Pretty Little Liars is getting a reboot <gasps> from the creator of Riverdale. What? Whoa. We made this happen. And I need to say it. It's going to be on, I think it's going to be on HBO. No, HBO Max has Pretty Little Liars. Right, I am reading this right now, so I'm not sure. Dude. But I just, I wanted to get you excited because now I'm very Excited. Honestly, That's I'm sorry, awesome. but Page Seven is a culture influencer. You guys made the Britney Spears thing happen. That's my opinion, not your opinion. <laughs> and yep, we did it. Mm-hmm. Now we, through our merging of Page of uh, Trump's of, talking about soup. We did <laughs> it. We, Trump's talking about soup. And through our relentless conversation about Pretty Little Liars and Riverdale, we have merged the two. Uh, we are such influencers. It's amazing. We are the influencers. We are the late thirties. No one gives a fuck about influencers. Well, let's not say late teen 30s. shows. Well, clearly you Maybe also both 30s, influenced yeah. the breakup of Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt. By the way, the other person they mentioned was Rachel Matthews from Batwoman, and I'm not her- sure who they were referring to when it comes to the castmate that Cole has been hooking up Ooh, with. But I will who say, who do you think the castmate is? The redhead. I hope it's a KJ Ippa. I just want to uh, say yeah, that it's so. reflective of what I think when I hear former teen star, and I knew it was Riverdale, obviously, but I was like, oh, it's got to be Skeet Ulrich. But, <laughs> but <laughs> obviously, I was a couple of generations behind. Right. Right. Uh, so Cole did announce his official breakup with Lily Reinhardt on Instagram on August 19th of this year. He said, Lily and I initially separated in January of this year, deciding to more permanently split in March. What an incredible experience I had. I'll always feel lucky and cherish that I had the chance to fall in love. I wish her nothing but the utmost love and happiness moving forward. All I'll say about it, anything, anything else you hear doesn't matter. Then he went on to say, I really like Batwoman's Yabas. Of and I would be fascinated by attending her body, which is, I think, an interesting <laughs> way to wrap it up. Always talking about the Yabas. Yeah. I wish all he says. But the best for you. Yeah, it is. Oh, uh, Adele, you're the reason why I'm reading Untamed. Well, don't worry. She's having sex with Prince Harry. So that's oh, another God, story for another day tape. because I have regained my sight. It is back, and Blind Adam's finished. 
Uh, they welcome back Holden's eyes, and this is has been welcome back to the show. Don't worry, we're not taking any more vacations. We yeah, will be here locked in. every single week. <laughs> now, before we go today, I did want to give a couple quick shout outs to I want to give out a shout out to Godhammer Six from Northern Ontario in Canada. I just wanted to say thank you so much for giving us the update. And guys, in case you were wondering. They are still filming Hallmark Christmas movies. Don't worry. Hopefully we will get new ones by Christmas because he does he is from the town where the hall a lot of the Hallmark movies are shot. And he said they are going right ahead with the Christmas movies. And he wanted to let us know that we shouldn't be upset because hopefully we will get the weirdly forced LGBTQ plus plot lines that they are including because I'm going to watch it and I love, I, I appreciate that they listened, but I do think it will be funny because I do think that it will be based on the same white blonde <laughs> stereotypes that they are going to now add to the LGBTQ plus community. And you know what? I'm going to watch the fuck out of it. 100%. And Hell also, yeah. I love that Hallmark is like, we too have an NBA-style bubble where we just film regardless. Yep. They're and doing we it. we are safe. We are like the NBA. They are doing it. And I also wanted to give a great shout-out to the amazing fiancé Rob from a very stressed-out bride, Katie. They are desperately trying to plan a wedding during all of this, and I imagine it's very difficult. I've got a good friend of mine that is also in the middle of planning a wedding right now and having to go look at venues and trying to figure this shit out where everything is closed down, but they're trying to give small businesses money. I know that this is something that is a huge stressor, and I just want you both, Katie and Rob, to know that we love you very much and that we wish you only positive energy towards the creation of your wedding and you've been together for eight years, which is beautiful and amazing. And if you can make it through this goddamn quarantine, you can make it through setting up this wedding. I believe in it. Do you guys feel that now that you've planned a wedding and also gone through quarantine, which was more stressful? Planning a wedding. <laughs> I hated oh, that's it. A it tough sucked. One, man. That is a tough it, And I didn't even do, and I can't even say it out loud. This is the fun part about being the guy, the I guess my role at least is like even saying that out loud would make Lexi furious because she's like, <laughs> I did all the work, I did all the work. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It still sucked. Ass. <laughs> all right, I'm not I a doctor in a hospital right Lexi's now either. Rage. All right, but it still sucks. No, but honestly, you know man, I, mean? I was supposed to be in LA next weekend, uh, just getting hammered with with uh, Jackie and Eddie and all those guys going to another friend's wedding that was supposed to be in LA next weekend. And so I'm like, it is on my mind, everyone who was trying to plan a wedding for this year, man, I feel for you. And your love and marriage is gonna be, it's gonna be the story you tell for the rest of your life and you're gonna have a big party someday. And so all love to everybody trying to do that this year. Hell yeah. And thank you guys so much for sticking with us after our little break. And again, we're back and we will be here screaming about the time jump in January, but we will be here for you before then. We love you so much. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. The whole world could use a time jump. Am I right? Anyways, that you can is correct. Yeah, one. let us all jump to January right now. <laughs> yeah, for right? God's sake. Seven years, just like <laughs> get completely past it. Uh, but either way, you can check me out on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Jackie and I do 
amazing streams on Friday nights at 6 p.m. ET, and we got special guests like, I don't know, the writer of the Ghostbusters theme song, Ray Parker Jr., who... You know, I mean, all sorts of shenanigans going on these days. Our so, Twitch uh, community is the most beautiful, positive community. I love being a part of it, and my heart always goes out to everyone that's always there for us every Friday. We've been getting through quarantine together, and I love you guys so much. Also, uh, just to round it out, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Check us out. So much content you don't even know. Twilight, the audiobook. Yes. Oh my god, I just read this such a spicy. If you've if you have read Twilight before, if you remember the Port Angeles chapter, Ugh. um <laughs> I just read it and I had to like do my sidebar and just be like, "Yeah, yeah." I was so horny. All right. Oh Can my we... god, I'm Molly, yipping for vampires. <laughs> my name is Molly. I'm MJKLcat on Instagram and sometimes I show up and shave my head on Japanese on Friday nights. Hell yeah, you do. We love you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.